Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 11 to 1 with Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kings Court. Visit our showrooms or check out our new website, gilmores.ie, to see the amazing 221 range of Mercedes-Benz cars or our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kings Court, the best in motoring here for you. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. This is LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. Good morning. You can get in touch with me. WhatsApp and text lines are open. 086-1800-658. Let's kick off with the bangles. There's the bangles giving us Monday vibes on a Thursday with Manic Monday. Sinead Brazel here with you. Hope you're doing well wherever you are. You can get in touch with me on 086-1800-658. I am doing fantastic this morning because just before the show, I spoke to the one and only, the legendary Imelda May. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have that little chat for you next week on the programme. She is a gem, such a gem. And she had free time this morning. So she took the time to have a chat with me and um, she told me in amongst the chat about her great new album, which is out now, 11 past the hour, and her upcoming tour, which is coming to the TLT in Drogheda on May 3rd. In amongst all of that chat and chats about poetry and everything else, she chatted to me about, she told me a great story about sneaking off to a gig in Drogheda when she was just 15. So you know the way... We all have done it. We've all told, you know, tall tales and little white lies to our mums and dads about where we were where supposed to be. Well, at the age of 15, she was not supposed to be in Drogheda, let me tell you, heading off to a gig with uh, the stunning, I think she said we're playing, the stunning, we're playing in Drogheda. She snuck off age 15 to, to, <laughs> to go to the gig. She said it was brilliant. Also, another little local connection for you with Imelda May, she actually worked in Mosney back in the day. She worked in Mosney. She had a great story about working in Mosney and uh, a tryst, uh, a tryst with a lifeguard. So that's that's all coming your way next week. She is just, do you know what? She is infectious. She was just in such good form and she says the show that she's going to be bringing to the TLT, this is her Mad About Love tour, and uh, she said it's going to be well worth the money. She says, I'm all about giving people value for money. Times are hard for people. This is value for money. She's rehearsing it at the moment. She's having great fun with it. She said as well, forget about eating your dinner beforehand. She wants you to come down early because her boyfriend, who's from Dundalk, excellent musician and singer in his own right, Niall McNamee, he's going to be opening her show for her. 
Yeah, so she's got some lovely support acts and she says, please come early and support Niall and, and hear him play because he's going to open the whole show. Tickets are available for this for the 3rd of May in the TLT through Ticketmaster.ie. You can get onto the TLT.ie as well to find out all of the details of this. But she's just... She's in great form. She's loving her life. And she's like, do you know what? Life is too short. We need to embrace joy and happiness and celebration. And that is what her gig is going to be about. So very much uh, looking forward to bringing that chat to you on next week's show. So Imelda May next week on the programme. Getting back to today. And I think this is the chat all parents of Leaving Cert students are going to need right now because... Look at, you know, it's tough, isn't it? At any age, when people say, what do you want to be? What do you want to do? Where are you going career-wise? Oh my God, we don't like to hear that question. We do not, you know. Even now, I'm like, what do I want to be when I grow up? I don't know. It's this eternal question we don't know the answer to. And particularly for 17, 18-year-olds, it's daunting. It's a challenge. They don't know. They're thinking, what if I pick the wrong course? What am I going to do? You know, there's all that going on. And then as parents... We're thinking, how do I guide them, you know, on the right path and all that? So Anne Mangan, wonderful lady, lots of experience in this area. So she has experience in dealing with, you know, leaving her students who um, don't know what to pick. Like, what do I pick? I don't know what I'm good at. I don't know what I really want to do. So she can help answer, answer those questions. Also for early school leavers, you know, who want to get back into the education system. She's very she's excellent in that area as well. And what about people who are actually doing their college course at the moment and are going, oh, I picked the wrong one. This is not for me. What do I do? She's excellent in all of those areas. But she's going to be bringing um, a webinar for parents all around kind of helping us help our children, guide them, you know, as they embark on the the CAO and the course choices and all of that. Okay, so we're going to be joined by Anne Mangan very shortly. If you have questions for her, do get in touch with me on 086 1800 658. One of the best dance tracks pretty much of all time, Robert Miles there with children. It's kind of getting me in the humour for Friday Floor Filler song tomorrow. Uh, that is coming your way. You know, we like to have a bop, don't we, on a Friday? That is coming your way tomorrow. Now, getting back, uh, actually uh, on tomorrow's show as well, I should mention, that uh, we are going to be broadcasting live from Drogheda Institute of Further Education, or DIFI for short. Uh, that's their 2022 open day tomorrow from 11 to 1. So we're going to be down there, the LMFM Roadrunner crew. They're going to be speaking to staff and students, finding out more about the excellent pathways and opportunities available at DIFI to help you further your career or enable it to take you to a completely new and exciting direction. So all of that will be happening on tomorrow's show. We have a Carlsberg phone ring. I don't know what's going on here. Hang on a second. I don't know who's trying to get through to me there. I'm sure it's not important. <laughs> uh, so that's happening tomorrow. Uh, also back to today and on a Thursday I do like to tell you my top three TV recommendations for you and today I've got kind of a double documentary feature that's happening on, us on Sunday. Very interesting documentaries. Also Gary Oldman what an amazing actor. He is back in a brand new series that's starting on Apple TV. I'm going to tell you all about that just after these. 11 to 1. I have some top TV recommendations coming your way, including a really great thriller series, Slow Horses, that's starting on Apple tomorrow night. I'll tell you all about that after a bit more music. Here's the script. Your home of great music.
the script with rain. Now it is time for Sinead's top three on the tube. This is the time of the week when I just sort of give you a little TV recommendation because you can be spending hours scrolling around all of the different streaming and TV channels that we have at the moment. This looks great. I am a big fan of Gary Oldman and I'm a big fan of espionage and drama and that kind of thing. So this is Slow Horses. It's on Apple TV and it follows MI5 outcasts. So the ones demoted and relocated to an outpost known as Sloth House. So Gary Oldman is, uh, oh, let's just say, dishevelled down and, is, down and out. He's smoking, he's drinking. He plays Jack, uh, Jackson Lamb. He's the boss. So he's worlds away from his George Smiley in uh, the movie Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy another excellent espionage movie but um, despite Slough House being a kind of purgatory for disgraced agents a new case falls into the department one that they can't get out of also uh, Christian Scott Thomas Olivia Cook Jonathan Price, Jack Lowden also star in this I'm going to give you a little taster of the trailer it hits Apple TV tomorrow it's called Slow Horses here it is I don't normally do these kind of speeches, but this feels like a big moment. I know it's not easy being banished from MI5 to my department, but that's on you. Only screw-ups get sent to Slough House, and I've got to be honest. Working with you has been the lowest point in a disappointing career. Right. What are you looking for? The remnants of a once promising career. Slough House is like prison. You're not supposed to ask what you're in for. I actually want to be useful. I could not be more bored if I tried. You probably know how many people have made it back from Slough House to upstairs here at Regent's Park. Bringing you up to speed is like trying to explain Norway to a dog. None. Oh, Gary Ullman, he looks fantastic. He just looks like he's having loads of fun with this part. A hostage situation sort of happens in the house and they have to try and kind of battle with, you know, the actual so-called agents that they weren't once were and the real agents that are still kind of in MI5. Looks really good. Apple TV tomorrow night. Now on Sunday, BBC Two, interesting documentary at eight o'clock. It's Thatcher and Reagan, a very special relationship and this is a part one of a two series. So Margaret Thatcher's authorised bio- biographer, Charles Moore, explores the former Prime Minister's extremely close relationship with US President Ronald Reagan in the 80s. The two leaders came together in the shadow of the Cold War and nuclear Armageddon. So Charles meets the people who are in the room with them as they face the greatest challenge of their age. Looks really, really good. That's on BBC Two Sunday night. Also BBC Two Sunday night, kind of a double feature if you're into your documentaries. This is about Muhammad Ali. It's Ken Burns' documentary about the sporting legend. Uh, It's called Round One, The Greatest and uh, it's uh, very much looking at his rise in the world of amateur boxing to win gold at the 1960 Olympic Games after which he turned pro and then moved to Miami so it's all about uh, Muhammad Ali and then one to watch out for okay this is not until May 31st but it looks really good it's going to be hitting Disney Plus and it's from director Danny Boyle he of Trainspotting fame and he's taken on the legendary punk group The Sex Pistols so this is going to be debuting on Disney Plus it's called Pistol and it's 
show as uh, guitarist Steve Jones. It's based kind of on, on his book, 2017's book, uh, Lonely Boy, Tales from a Sex Pistol. It, that's kind of the basis of the show. This has not been without its controversies, particularly Johnny Rotten speaking out an awful lot about this, but it's supposed to be quite good. It's going to premiere on uh, Disney Plus in Ireland and the UK on May 31st. So it's going to be tackling music's most influential and controversial acts, the Sex Pistols. So that's coming your way. I will remind you about that one for, for music fans that'd be interested to know about that. Now we're going to take a break and after that if you have a student in your house, a Leaving Cert student and the eternal question what college course am I going to pick? What if I pick the wrong one? What do I do with the CAO? All of that. It's immense pressure as well on parents. We don't know how to guide them a lot of the time. Well help is at hand. We're going to be chatting to a teen development coach Anne Mangan just after these. 11 to 1 what do you want to be when you grow up? A question we ask our children from a very early age. And whilst we might get enthusiastic answers like fireman, doctor or even princess, this is a really tough question to answer even at age 18. Well, my first guest this morning has over 30 years experience working in the education sector. She's a highly experienced career development practitioner, coach and mentor, helping young people gain clarity and confidence when it comes to making course and career decisions. She's hosting a very important webinar on April 6th. It's aimed at parents of Leaving Cert students and it's entitled Empowering Your Leaving Cert Student to Make the Best CAO Course Choice. I'm delighted to be joined on the line by Anne Mangan. She's career coach and mentor. How are you doing, Anne? Hi, thanks a million, Sinead, and thank you for having me on your show. I am delighted to have you because there's a lot of parents with a lot of questions out there, Anne. But first of all, I'm merely scratching at the surface here of, of your background. Can you tell us more about yourself and the work that you do? Okay, well, my focus really is on helping fifth and sixth year students figure out what it is that they want to do when they finish school. And I suppose in the process of that, it's also helping them to develop some of the key skills that they need to be able to make those important career decisions. And so in addition to fifth and sixth years, I'd also see um, a students in college who are either who have either dropped out of college or are thinking about dropping out of college. So it's back to the same thing help me figure out what it is that I want to do. And do you know, even at age 30-something, and do you know what I mean? <laughs> Sometimes we don't know what we want to do and it's, it's the eternal question, it really is. And I love that you're kind of, you're, you're dealing with students at all different aspects of their education. Like you say, whether they're in Leaving Cert now, whether they've gone to college and they've picked the wrong course or whether they're in early school leaver. So you're dealing with people at all different stages. So what are the common problems then that you see cropping up all the time for people? Well, I suppose <clears throat> the base really is the not knowing, and that's that's the the key thing. Um, and really, it's about not knowing what your interests are. I think that so so in a way, I'm seeing students varying in terms of the, their level of not knowing. <laughs> so a lot of people are falling into the I really have no clue what it is that I want to do, and for them, usually when they get into leaving certain as the year goes on they can get very overwhelmed and huge increase in their stress and their anxiety and their lack of confidence in their own ability to be able to figure it out. And I'm often hearing parents talk about their teenager not wanting to talk about it, so they're not engaging. Even mm. they're thinking, the parents might think that they're lazy, but actually, I don't believe that they are. I think they're just overwhelmed because it's such a big project. <laughs> 
It what really tends is. to happen then is you look for the easy way out. So you might decide, well, if my friends are doing going to this college, I'll go with them. Or my brother did this, then that's what I'll do. So so that's at one end. And then I suppose at the other end are those who have a fair idea or a pretty good idea about what it is that they want to do, but they're not sure because they've they feel that maybe there's a lot more out there that they haven't actually explored and also they want to have their um, decisions kind of tested, mm. stress tested. Yeah. So yeah. Are they making the right decision? Because like any decision, even something small, we'll often go to somebody and say, is this the right one to be buying? Is this the right laptop that I should be buying? <laughs> and that's small in comparison to what they've actually got to do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And this is where you come in and this is where your tool bag and your, your techniques and kind of eking out, right, well, what are the interests? What areas? And you've got like a, a wide range of, of sort of tests and techniques that people can, can, can avail of. Yeah, it's actually more basic than that. It's actually one particular um, questionnaire that takes a student about 15 minutes to complete and we dig from there. Okay. It's asking about, well, what about that interest you? What about that interest you? And, you know, over short periods of time, we get that base. And then it's from there, kind of armed with that information, it's looking at, well, what's out there? What are the various career um, sectors and the breakdown of the career sectors? And it becomes a really easy process for them to say, no, no interest in that, no interest in that. So it's a ruling out and a ruling in kind of a process. Okay, so very simple, as you say. You do yeah. the questionnaire, you eke out some of these interests and you say, well, actually, maybe this career might suit you. Would that be something? And they can go from there. That's very clever. Now, I remember clearly my own experience of my father giving me a printout of the CAO form when I was in Leaving Cert and he told me it was one of the most important forms I'd ever fill out. And off he went and left me at the kitchen table yeah. to fill it out. And I, was, you know... Whilst I was, you know, sure enough about what I was going to be put down, it's one of the most daunting things that somebody of 17 and 18 will have to do. And from a parent's, def- uh, you know, perspective, in his defence, he was probably yeah. thinking, I haven't, I haven't a clue how to advise her, you know. Absolutely. And I suppose I, <laughs> one of my kind of key things, I think this is a really big project, but it's not acknowledged as a big project, mm. which is a big part of the problem because the students then are left thinking, well, I should be able to figure this out, but I can't. And they're blaming themselves. It's a huge project. And the other thing, I suppose, is this: they're completely new to this. They've never done it before, and they're novices. So yeah. if you think about when we were learning how to drive, like nobody taught you know, the key and said, find your way to a car street. <laughs> I mean, you were shown step by step by step what it is to do. You practiced in between. You came back and you added and built up. They're exactly the same. And there's a whole lot of new knowledge, new skills that they need. They need hand-holding. And they don't need it done for them. And I think that's probably a key thing and a Mm. key message really um, at the webinar is it's their right, it's their responsibility, but they need the help for certain. Absolutely. Like, as you say, we can be there to encourage and guide and support, but they need to fill in this form. They really need to do this. And uh, do you know what? This is so timely, Anne, that you're doing this course. You're running this webinar specifically for parents of Leaving Cert students. It's on April 6th. Tell us more about what you're going to break down during the webinar. Well, the focus really will be about how to improve your teenagers' chances of making good um, course choices. So, I mean, the reason why I'm doing this for parents as opposed to teenagers is because parents, whether they know it or not, um, 
are regarded as the people who have primary responsibilities for supporting their teenagers in this particular decision. And secondly, they are the primary influencers. But they didn't know that they were influencers as such. But they are. They're top of the pile when it comes to influencing their teenagers' career development and their career decision-making. Now, mind you, I'd say, with that, I'd say, pretty closely followed by peers. Yes. So friends do have, they do have an influence. But actually, in reality, nothing like the parents, I believe. So um, that's why it's, it's there for the parents. Um, what we'll be covering really is the mistakes that parents and teenagers make. And they're really around beliefs that we held to be true in the past, but they are no longer true. Whether they were ever true or not, I don't know, but they're no longer true because things have changed so much. And we turn those mistakes then into how you can actually avoid those mistakes. And the second thing is, we're going to look at trying to get into the shoes of the teenager and look at what it is that they're actually facing because it's now known, um, well, more is known about the challenges that they face as they transition from secondary school into higher education. So, like, when they transition from national school into secondary school, you know, we knew it might be kind of bumpy, but we knew they got there that there was never really an issue, but that's very different. Like, the transition into higher education... Completely different kettle of fish altogether. Oh, massive. I remember it even myself. You do have this whole fish out of water sort of uh, situation because to an extent, and I know that is changing a little bit now, but to an extent, the secondary schools, you know, the teachers are going, well, where's your homework? Where's this assignment? In college, they're not really hounding you for things like that. You're very much self-directed, you know. Can you keep up with the class? Are you able to take notes? That was a big one for me. Like when, when I went into a first lecture and I was going, oh my God, she's flying it there. How do I, you know, in the have to try and learn about shorthand and writing notes quickly, all of this kind of thing. That's so only, much. Yeah. Much and actually you kind of nailed it there. Like one of the biggest challenges is actually time management. You yeah. know, mind it's a big problem. That can often be a problem for adults. But they're expected to hit the ground running having come in from a completely different environment. So there are huge problems associated with it. Now I know that there's talk about the leaving cert um, being changed, but that's yeah. going to take a long time. Yeah, that's not coming this year or next year, absolutely. No, so what no. do you hope parents take away from this then? I think because they are being, their advice is being sought, or their, number one, their advice is being sought. So I think they'll have a lot more to offer in terms of, for, I suppose I'll give you a couple of examples here. Mm. So, so they'll be more aware that you don't base your choices on course, on CEO points. Yeah. Because CEO points are to do with supply and demand. So that's one thing. Another thing they'll be looking at is don't be making your choices based on what you just thought you were good at. It's got to be based on your interest. Now, great if you're good at the area as well, but that's an awful lot of teenagers run into trouble over listening to people saying you're, you're really good at maths or you're really good at accountancy, so that's what you should do. That's the second one. And I think the third um, piece and again, there are a lot of other areas, but I'm picking out the key ones. Yeah. I think the, uh, their choice of um, a career path, um, that's really important because if you were, if you were to, to make decisions now about what's going to be happening in four or five years' time, mm. it's fine, really. Yeah. I think it's changing so fast. And even over the last 10 years, areas that parents would have discouraged us. Yeah. Teenagers can do maybe graphic design or something in the creative industry. 
saying you'll never make any money doing that. Yeah. They, those areas are flying. Like they are. Oh, and it's like you've come into my house. This is what's happening in our house all of the time. There are three really good points that you're making there. And particularly the first one is sticking out with me there as well. This idea that the CAO points are based on supply and demand. Yeah. We totally keep forgetting that. Yeah. That's a really important one. And definitely that last one that you're mentioning there that, you know, if your child is catered towards the creative side of things, don't freak out. Like, I... I've been doing at home and kind of dissuading because you're so right What our kids are picking up on what we're saying to them we are the first point of, of contact yeah. when it comes to all of this this is such an important webinar and that you're doing it really is how can people register or sign up to this? Um, so they can contact me directly um, my phone number is uh, 0868108492 or they can email me at annemangan.com, that's M-A-N-G-A-N, or go directly to the landing page of the website, which is annemangan.com forward slash webinar stroke uh, registration. registration. Yeah, I have yeah. that here. And if anyone wants those details, we'll keep them at reception. And I think it is fantastic uh, what you're doing. It's going to be a massive help for parents. Thank you so, so much for joining me on the show today. Thank you, Sinead. Thanks Thank a million. Much. Thank you. Right. Anne Mangan there, really interesting. It's going to be uh, for, based for or aimed at uh, parents of Leaving Cert students. So if you have a Leaving Cert student in the house and you're thinking, how am I going to advise them on the CAO and course choices and college and everything? This is the, the webinar for you. April 6th, as Anne said, annemangan.com forward slash webinar slash registration. That's where you'll you'll get the information. If you go straight to her website, you'll find it there as well. And I have Anne's contact details if anybody wants them we'll have them here at reception 11 to 1 on now it's time to go back in time not too far back we're going back to this day in 2021 LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 Yes, on this day in last year, Olivia Rodrigo's song Driving Licence was playing on the radio and we were about to come out of lockdown. Also, US President Joe Biden overturned Trump's restrictions on transgender people serving in the armed forces and two Capitol Police officers filed a lawsuit against against former President Donald Trump, accusing him of inciting the mob that stormed the Capitol on January 6th. And today is International Transgender Day of Visibility. It was originally, if the holiday was uh, celebrated to commemorate transgender people uh, who had died and who had kind of died without acceptance. However, today it's celebrating all transgender people. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda and Dundalk showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. You are listening to LMFM's 11 to 1. There's Gavin James with Always. We're going to head towards 12 news, but after that, Bruce Willis announces his retirement from acting. More on that. Plus, Peter Howard, our vet from Highfield Veterinary Clinic in Navin, is with us discussing the importance of vaccinations. 11 to 1. On air, online, on your smart speaker, this is LMFM. That was Adele, set fire to the rain, kicking off our second hour. You're listening to Sinead Brazel. I'm here with you till 1. And I have a little surprise for you. 
Earlier on this week, I caught a word with Pat Short ahead of his big show alongside his daughter Faye. It's called Well. <laughs> They're coming to the Headford Arms in Kells tomorrow night. And I have two pairs of tickets to go along and see Pat Short with his daughter Faye. This is going to be a really funny show. It follows the unfortunate demise of a dad and daughter country and Irish music duo as they attempt to ascend the heights of their local music scene by playing a gig in the town's hotel. So there's madcap characters to the stage as only Pat Short can bring to the stage. But apparently his daughter Faye is equally as talented. She's written uh, this show with with her dad and performs alongside him. It's just supposed to be so, so funny. What better way to spend April 1st, April Fool's Day, <laughs> than going along to a comedy gig with Pat Short in the Headford Arms? Would you like to go along? Well, all you have to do to be in with a chance of winning is answer this simple question. So, at the start of Pat Short's career in comedy, he was also in a double act with John Kenny. What was that double act known as? So what was the double act that he was in with John Kenny known as? They were famous all over the place. They even had a TV show as well. They're not killing the Scully. The other one before that. We're talking pre-killing the Scully. What were they known as? 086-1800-658. We're going to pick two winners for those tickets towards the end of the show and you can get all details of Pat and Faye's tour well on patshort.com don't forget short has two t's in it so patshort.com that's where you'll find all of the information on it so question what was the name of the double act that pat short was in with john kenny 086 658 the buzz on lmfm with the crown plaza dundalk featuring ireland's tallest work of art rooftop restaurant bistro bar and conference rooms wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people the crown plaza dundalk.ie has it all hi i'm louise landscapers starring olivia coleman has received seven nominations at this year's tv bafta awards olivia's husband ed sinclair wrote the script she says how amazed she was by the story i loved reading the script and i obviously was aware of it because ed had been working on it for he gets very embarrassed to say how long he was working on it but Mm. it's just amazing that it's real but the way ed wrote it from such an empathetic point of view which is not common and it is beautiful it's a sumptuous thing to be part of jude law and eddie redmayne joined writer jk rowling at the world premiere in london of the latest Fantastic Beasts film. Mads Mikkelsen also stars in The Secrets of Dumbledore. The film's out on Friday. 36 years after the original film hit cinemas, Pete Maverick Mitchell is back in the air in the upcoming Top Gun sequel releasing this summer. Maverick, played by Tom Cruise, has gone from rogue pilot to master instructor with a new team of young guns in a specialised mission, the likes of which no living pilot has ever seen. You think up there you're dead? Believe me. My dad believed in you. I'm not going to make the same mistake. Those are your pilots. Anything happens to them. You will never forgive yourself. That's The Buzz. I'm Louise. The Buzz on LMFM. With the Crown Plaza Dundalk. Featuring Ireland's tallest work of art. Rooftop restaurant, bistro bar and conference rooms. Wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people. The Crown Plaza Dundalk.ie has it all. Oh, I'm all for Top Gun and the next edition of that. That's going to be edgier seat stuff. Looking forward to that. And uh, I'm surprised it hasn't popped up in the showbiz minute, but I'm sure it will over the next little while. But 
Bruce Willis, the star of the Die Hard franchise and dozens of other amazing movies, is has announced he's going to retire from acting. He was diagnosed with aphasia, a disease that has really affected his cognitive abilities. So his family released a statement on Instagram yesterday. So he is retiring from acting and um, uh, was on Demi Moore's Instagram, actually, that, that I spotted it Um they're, they're saying, you know, we're moving through this as a strong family unit and wanted to bring his fans in because we know how much he means to you as you do to him, said the statement. Uh, so he's going to retire from the world of acting. But as Bruce always says, they say, live it up and together we plan to do just that. So he's going to live up his, the, you know, his, what he has, I suppose, in terms of because this is going to affect his ability to speak and communicate with others. It occurs um, after strokes or head injuries. So God only knows kind of, you know, what is what is ahead for him down the line. But he plans to live it up. So fair play to him, Bruce Willis, retiring from acting. Tonight. Don't stop me now. We're going to take a quick break and after that we have our regular vets and their pet series in association with Highfield Veterinary Clinic in Navin. This week, Peter Howard, our vet, is back with us and he's going to be discussing the importance of vaccinating your dog. The LMFM Vets and their Pet Series is brought to you by Highfield Veterinary, Commons Road, Navin. Catering for all your pets and farm animal needs. For more information or to make an appointment, visit highfield.ie. Follow Highfield Veterinary Navin on Facebook. It's time to return to our regular vets and their pet series in association with Highfield Veterinary Clinic in Navin. And today we are discussing our dogs and particularly the importance of vaccinating our dogs. And our vet, Peter Howard, is on the line. How are you doing, Peter? Hi Sinead, thanks for having me on. Great to have you back again. Now, we are always talking about the importance of getting our pets vaccinated. It's so, so important. So, from what age typically do dogs need to get their first vaccine? Yes, yeah, so for, for puppies, um, they need to be done from, from about six weeks of age. Um, so, that's kind of your ideal time. And then, then they need to get a booster then three to four weeks after that. Um, so, they'll be fully vaccinated then by 12 weeks. Um, and then for adult dogs, then it's it's a booster then every once a year. Um, okay. So yeah, twelve months after last shot, basically. Okay, so go through the process with us. So six weeks old, you bring the puppy in. What vaccinations are they getting then? Yeah. So um, the most common one and probably the the most comprehensive one is the seven in one vaccine, um, and that kind of encompasses like all the all the kind of uh, preventable diseases. Um, so it'll protect them against. Uh, distemper, hepatitis, parvovirus, lepto, and um, parainfluenza, um, and that those are your kind of key ones. So the likes of lepto and parvo are particularly important for for puppies, um, and then the others, then you know they can get it any time. Um, so yeah, that's the that's the kind of most important ones as pups. Yeah. Um, and then I suppose when they're when they're a little bit older, then you know you can consider then getting them done for for kennel cough or rabies if they're traveling abroad. Those are your kind of other options then for for vaccines and is it like so the the seven in one as you say that's the most important one are the other ones kind of optional or are you sort of always advising people to get them done yeah i i suppose like the, the likes of rabies is definitely optional and that's you know it's compulsory if you're traveling abroad and if you're not going abroad then you know it wouldn't be recommended um kennel cough is is one of the ones it's compulsory if you're going to kennels um but if you're not, it's it's not compulsory, and it's it's one of the few ones that wouldn't really be a fatal disease. But it's a you know it can be quite hard on dogs, and it's it's more kind of irritating, you know, having a dry 
packing costs yeah. for you know it can go on for weeks so it's, it's definitely worth you know preventing um and like dogs that are going you know that are in contact with any other dogs at any time are at risk you know so even walking in the parks and stuff even though the name suggests it's, it's only in kennels it, it's anywhere Okay. You know? Yeah, they're 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 using it as kennels because they're in such close proximity. I understand absolutely. Exactly. And I know Hazel discussed that with us a couple of weeks back. Um. So once they have this vaccination, how long does the protection last then? Yeah. So the once they get their first shot, um. So let's say as a six week puppy, um. The the initial immune responses is quite weak. So that's kind of more of a primer dose. Um, so similar like to the COVID vaccine, so you you know it, it doesn't really give them much much immunity. So that's why it's really important to come back in a month later to get that second shot, um, which gives them a really really good immunity that lasts about twelve months. Um, for some of the components of it, it actually lasts longer, but for the likes of Lesto, which is which is one of the really important ones, that that will last twelve months. So you know you need to give the kind of booster for for that one every twelve months then. Yeah, because look, we're very good, aren't we, at the initial stages, you know, of of going for the vaccinations, getting all that ticked. And then sometimes it can fall off the ra- radar a bit and you're like, ah, oh, I'm sure it'll be grand. But like if we decide, you know, not to kind of be updating them yearly and getting these boosters, what are the effects of this? Yeah, so um, like one of the most common things we hear in the clinic is people coming in saying, oh, our dogs don't come in, don't come in contact with other dogs. You know, we don't take them out much and, and that kind of thing, so they don't think they need to be covered. But like like I was saying, Lesto is one of the most common things we see as well, you know, and the, like they, they pick up Lesto, it's, it's, it's the equivalent of Weeds disease in humans, and it can actually okay. be passed to humans. Oh, um, nice. okay. Yeah, so they, they can pick that up, you know, in any contaminated waterway, um, puddles, kind of, you know, anywhere where, where rodents could urinate, basically. Um, and it's quite a severe disease, like, you know, it affects all, like, a good few of the internal organs, um, they'd be quite sick with it, and, and oftentimes it's, it's fatal. Okay. So it's one of those things, like, you need to you need to keep them protected, so even the likes of a farm dog that, mm. that isn't, isn't going anywhere except for the farm, it's still, you know, they still need the vaccines. Absolutely. And, yeah. you know, how would we know then, would there be any sort of early signs, say if there was no vaccination for that particular one, would there be any signs that, oh God, this dog has this? And I, I presume as well, time would be of the essence in terms of getting them to the vet. Yeah, so they, it, it actually presents with kind of quite vague signs. So, you know, it, it's oftentimes that they're quite fevery and, and like have flu-like symptoms. So, okay. you know, just kind of, kind of off form. And then their abdomen gets very painful as well. Um, you know, and they can often look like it, it, it has, maybe has a UTI or that kind of, you know, mm. like painful urinating, that kind of thing. Um, or sometimes they can actually go jaundice as well because it affects oh, right. the liver. Yes. Um, but like there, there's no real specific thing. So generally when, when we get dogs like that, they're, they're very unwell. Like, you know, they're, yeah. they're vomiting, diarrhea, that kind of thing. Um, and we normally run bloods, which then helps us diagnose, you know, the, the problem specifically. Um, but there is, you know, there's no one sign of it yeah. really. Yeah. Um, but they're generally, they come in really, really sick, like barely able to walk. Oh, God. Um, okay. Yeah. We don't want so to be putting our doggies through that. Absolutely no, not. Well, that's, no, that's the thing. And that's, that's one of the big advantages of, of, um, vaccinating is you, you prevent this, you yeah. know, and it, it, it is a big welfare thing. You know, if you have dogs that are sick with, with things that are, are very preventable, you know, it is unfair on them. Um, so that's, that's kind of one of the big things. And then the amount of antibiotics as well needed mm-hmm. to, to treat these dogs as well. So, like, you know, there are, like, 
many, many reasons to, to get yeah. them vaccinated. Absolutely. In the, in the long run, there, there really is. Exactly. And is there anything else then in terms of things that come up all the time regarding vaccinations in the clinic that you'd like people to know? Um, so I suppose it's like expectations afterwards as well. Yeah. Um, so we often get called back saying, you know, there's lumps and that kind of thing on, on where, where we injected. Um, that's actually quite common and that, that's just, you know, a sign that the immune system is, is kicking off and, and it's working. And so it's, it's not to be worried about, um, you know, in seven out of ten dogs, they'll, they'll have a little bit of a lump where we injected. Um, and it normally does go away within a few weeks. So it's, it's not to, to panic about it. Um, and is there so, any other sort of side effects? Like if they were unwell or anything afterwards, is that something that's not very common? Yeah, well, it, no, it would be common. Um, like it's it, same as humans. Like you, they normally feel unwell for for about twenty four hours, um, so they can get a slight slight fever and kind of inappetence. Um, but it generally subsides within an hour. So you know, once you're, you, you just give them a bit of TLC and and make sure it's not getting any worse than that. Um, we're happy enough, and generally within a day, then it's gone. They're back to normal. Now, yeah. mo- moving on from vaccinations, just for a minute, I do have a question from a listener regarding her dog. She says her dog's nail keeps getting infected. This is the second time she's back to the vet for antibiotics. Is there anything she can do? It's quite costly. Is removing the nail altogether an option? Yeah, so um, removing the nail is definitely an option. And if it is something that is constantly happening, probably would be the best thing to do. Um, you know, they'll, they'll need um, surgery to remove it. Like, you know, we need to knock them out for, for something like that. Yeah. Um, but if it if it's kind of an ongoing thing, that's, that's definitely, you know, a recommendation. Um, the other thing is like keeping it, you know, um, keeping it nice and short as well might help, you know, not to be leaving them get too long. Um, but I'd say if she's been in a few times to the vet, they, you know, they probably are nice and short. Um, and then just kind of keeping it clean with, with some kind of a, a disinfectant would be a good idea as well, just, you know, keeping hygiene to the to the max, really, um, just to try to prevent the infection in the first place. Yeah. Um, but if it's, if it's something that's constantly happening, then I'd say removal would probably be the, the, the best option. Okay, fantastic. And yeah, because the dogs, they're not as good as cats, aren't they? Not for the grooming and stuff no. like that. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Well, Peter, as always, thank you so, so much for all that great advice. We'll chat to you again next week. No worries. Thanks a million for having me on, Sinead. Highfield.ie, that is where you'll find all of the information that you need to know for contacting the vets if you have any queries yourself. And if you do have any questions for them, do send them in to me on 086 1800 658 and Hazel or Peter would only be too delighted to answer those questions for you. We'll return to Highfield Veterinary Clinic next week on the programme. Back to today and I've got music from Smiles on the way for you. 11 to 1. Smiles and their version of Love Grows Where My Rosemary Goes on LMFM's 11 to 1 uh, Brenda was on on, uh, on to us there asking about where can she get kittens My favourite topic is to talk about kittens As you know I have well I have two cats One's older One's about nearly five months now He's five months old Marty the little rescue cat They're everywhere Brenda Everywhere the cats at the moment and do you know what? Your local rescue centre is the best place. That is the best place. They have so many cats and kittens. They'd only be delighted to hear from you. The only thing I'll say is be warned when you go in there. There's so many adorable little eyes looking out from beyond little cages and things like that. So, you know, I did before when I, I, I rescued cats initially 
and I ended up with a brother and sister even though I only went in there for one so be warned but there are there's loads of them there's loads of cats around at the moment so any of your local animal rescue centres are the best places to go for that and uh, ask them when you get there as well you know like have they been to a vet yet you know what's this you know do we know roughly what age they are any of that it's always good to send them to the vet straight away check and see what age they are get them their vaccinations straight away and if they're of the proper age get them neutered get them neutered particularly cats and don't be thinking oh it's a male cat that's grand no get them neutered because even little Marty our fella that we found who's thriving by the way he's doing really well he just got neutered last week and it's responsible responsible pet ownership there's so many cats going around the place we don't need any more cats or kittens okay so hopefully you're successful Brenda let us know how you get on if you do get a little kitten I'd love to hear from you Uh, but the rescue centres are the best place to go now it's time for job search LMFM Job Search. With thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport, and entertainment on LMFM.ie. Sarah Thompson and Associates requires qualified and part qualifying accountants for their busy practice in Kells County Mead. You can send your CV to Sarah at sarahthompson.ie or visit the website sarahthompson.ie. Mead County Council have the following vacancies available. An executive quantity surveyor, water and sewerage caretaker grade 3, retained firefighter for the Ashburn area, water and sewerage caretaker grade 5 and a pool lifeguard slash swimming instructor. To apply you can check current vacancies on on the Meath County Council website for details there. Bayada Home Healthcare have multiple roles for nursing and healthcare assistance throughout the northeast region with an immediate start. You can apply by emailing jobs at bayada.ie. That's B-A-Y-A-D-A, okay, B-A-Y-A-D-A. Uh, or you can check the website bayada.ie. Experienced childminder required to mind a seven-month-old and a two-year-old child in minder's own home in the North Drogheda area starting this August. Please text only 086-073-2972. That's 086-073-2972. No calls, please. And don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found in our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search. There's Bagatelle with second violin. That is almost our lot. But I can say that my answer for the Pat Short tickets in the Headford Arms Hotel in Kells was, of course, the Dunbelievables. And I'm going to give those tickets to Audrey Wheeler in Lobenstown, getting the right answer, and also Barry Flanagan in Navin. Congratulations to you both. You're going along to see Pat and Faye Short in the show. Well, happening in Headford Arms Hotel tomorrow. If you missed out on the tickets, patshort.com. That is our lot on the show for today. Thank you so much for your company as always. We leave you with the pretenders. Have a great day. 11 to 1. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.